Hey, Jenny. I absolutely love your Bravo and Blaze merch site. It's so good. And with this podcast of yours, maybe I need to co-host one of these days and we can set the record straight on a few things. Hi, baby gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze, where we're going to get lit off all the latest happenings going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything 420. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. And keep blazing. Yo, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, Jenny Blaze. Jenny. I think the universe did not want me to have an episode today, but I push through. Your girl came through. First, I was supposed to have a guest, John Barlow, and I was super excited I had this witchy feeling that I should not post about it ahead of time because I don't know, I just sense like some bad juju. And then I went against that witchy feeling and I posted. And shortly after I posted, he told me he had a reschedule. That's all I will say about that. But I was super bummed because. We were going to talk about cryptocurrencies and NFTs. I don't know if anyone who's listening even cares, but you might after this, after we tell you what cryptocurrency and NFTs are all about and what the possibilities are that are out there, especially as a digital entrepreneur or just another stream of investments. I mean, I just have this sense that the Barlows know what they're doing with business. They seem legit. Um, So I was super bummed about not having John Barlow. But then I also woke up and was so tired. I did not wake up at 5 a.m. like I usually do, um, mainly because I had to get up in the middle of the night and sleep in my daughter's bed for three hours from like one to four, it was just the easiest thing to do. And woke up at five, my alarm went off at five and I just kind of slept in till seven. So I already started off the day wrong, but then I looked outside and we have, we're having a snowstorm, I guess. We had a snowstorm. We're in a snowstorm. Um, Yeah, so that meant... I didn't think that I was going to be able to bring my kids to my parents' house. So that that made me so bummed. I went from up top, ready to go, to down here. Yeah. That's what happened. But I pulled through, got the kids. To my parents through a snowstorm. Just so I could be here with you guys. 
even though technically I'm alone in my office and there's no one here but me. Even though John Barlow has to reschedule, which is totally fine, catch you on the flip side. I am super lucky to have one of my besties, Eddie, from Martinis with Eddie. You can check him out on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much anywhere, YouTube. Eddie and I are going to make a big announcement about a future collaboration. So, so make sure you stay tuned. So this week is winter break in New York State, I guess. I don't know, or midwinter break. Um, all the kids are out of school and that means my brother from Long Island came up with his kids cause they didn't have school and I've been hanging out with him pretty much all week, but I did drop off the kids for him to watch this time. Cause he used to drop off his kids and then go do stuff this time. I drop my kids off. But I'm actually trying to do something, so whatever. Before he even got in town, over the weekend, my husband and I, we binged Inventing Anna. I can't even say, like, it feels weird to say Inventing Anna because it's definitely Inventing Anna. And now I'm obsessed with Anna Delvey. She has some great one-liners. Maybe it's what's help if you stop thinking about me like everyone else, like basic, you know? Why are you being like this so dramatic? I have a question. What's you wearing? You look poor. Every day men do far worse things than anything I've allegedly done. Anna! Stole a jet! What's going on? Who are you? Anna Delby is a masterpiece, bitches. And they can just all... Inventing Anna. I made my brother watch it. He was so mad. He did not want to watch Inventing Anna. And I told him how amazing it was. And I basically forced him and we binged. But then he got so angry that people were talking when he was trying to listen. So he would be super dramatic about pausing and staring at everyone. And then another thing I saw, thank you, Bravo and T, Anna Delvey and Julia Fox of Uncut Joms are known to be friends, I guess. Wild. We had the Below Deck Sailing premiere this week, and I feel like I'm watching the same season as season two, the last season. Gary is back. Colin is back. I love him. Tom is so cute and so young that he's so ridiculous. He got wasted on the first night, threw up. And to make matters worse, he's sharing a cabin with the captain, Captain Glenn. And Captain Glenn was not happy. I think it's like even bizarre that Captain Glenn shares a room. I can't imagine Captain Lee having to share with any of his crew or Captain Sandy. 
I mean, Captain Glenn's like the nicest one. Poor Tom. I mean, was he even wearing underwear? What was he Winnie the Pooh ing it? He had a shirt on with no pants or underwear, I think. Poor guy. Ugh. I mean, I'm not gonna judge because I'm I'm trash too. So yeah, Gary again is making out with someone first night, and this person is very um forward and direct she wants to get it on pretty much or whatever she's dtf i guess but um gary's actually trying to hold off but i'm sure something will happen this chef looks amazing actually i'm very impressed right up right out the gate And he's not too bad on the eyes. This week on Summer House, the the crew had a bondage party. That was Andrea's theme. Um, Interesting. I like, I always like a theme. There's hot people in this cast, so sure. I... Don't think personally I would ever be into bondage, really. Um, but I don't even know what happened other than like Kyle and Amanda fighting. And then also, I just can't get over Andrea telling that diarrhea story. I feel a little bit traumatized by by that. I just wish I never heard it, but we love Andrea. Anyways, there was no new episode of Real Housewives of Orange County this week. It was a repeat of the edible derangements episode where Heather Dubrow and Shannon teamed up for the edibles, which as a cannabis advocate, I totally support and celebrate. I was very happy about it. And I did an IG live. If you're interested, you can go to my Instagram and check out the video. This week, we also had the finale of Miami and the reunion trailer. Um, Very excited for the reunion. Salt Lake and Miami are just kind of neck and neck right now. They're, I don't know. I don't know which one is my favorite. It's definitely between these two. Right now, my forecast is that Miami's going to take it home. Salt Lake, the set, the looks, the chaos with, you know, Mary missing and Jenny still being there, even though she's fired. And then I don't know. It's just, I'm not, they'd have to pull out something pretty massive for that to, to win in my mind. My fantasy housewives mind. And then lately there hasn't been anything on that's new on Thursday nights on Bravo. So last night, I don't even remember what they had on. America's Got Talent or something. Not into it. I've just, I can't get on board with that. But I did go back to one of my other loves, the ID channel, hashtag ID addict. 
And there was a brand new show premiering, which I was super pumped for because I haven't really been following ID channel lately. I used to follow ID the way that I used, that I now follow Bravo. So I watched like every single new episode for a solid two years, I think. However, I went back and they had a new, new show premiering called Underage Undercover. And think like back in the day to catch a predator, but more intense and just super gross. Like these guys, these predators are just so gross and I did not want to watch it. And so, and I, but I was already ready to like tweet something because I'm so used to live tweeting that I tweeted about the show. I tweeted, this show is way too scary for me. And like scary emoji face, whatever. Hashtag undercover underage. And then I did the emoji with, um, I think it's Ramona. This is not good. I don't like this. She's like shaking her head and like whatever. And then I felt so bad that somebody responded, liked it and responded, I'm sorry, exclamation point. And it was from Rue Powell, the host of the show. And I felt so bad. She's probably like all excited her show's airing, (laughs) her show's airing for the first time and like is probably looking to see what people think about it. I mean, I... I can't be mad at her for that. I just didn't think that she would, I guess. I got to be more careful with my tweets, but I did respond and say it had nothing to do with her. I actually checked out her profile. She's um, streaming on Discovery Plus. She's a writer. She has various bylines, founder of Sosa Together, advisor Spectrum Lab, Sci, repped by ICM. And then the last thing says hashtag very Asian. And I don't know why I just like love that being, you know, that I've talked about being mixed race, biracial, however, however you want to say it. And I just, I thought it was so funny that she wrote hashtag very Asian. So I'll put links to that show as a, as a uh, gesture of my sincerest apologies if I put out any negative energy. The show was pretty good. I just, I don't know, triggered me, but all right, we're going to recap Salt Lake city, a little bit of New Jersey and Miami with Eddie, my special guest today. And I just want to remind you to make sure to listen for our collaboration announcement. Stick around after our recap with Eddie I'm going to do a look back on season one and what to keep your eye out for coming up in season two. Let's get lit. Welcome, Eddie, from Martinis with Eddie for being on my show today. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I am doing okay. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited. There's so much going on that I'm looking forward to talk to you about this. 
especially after we had our you know our podcast a couple of weeks ago and I've been looking forward to do this again with you and yeah. this week especially there's so much happening yeah there it's intense like I just was reading a book um where they said or no it was a boss babe podcast and they their guest said something like inch wide mile deep and I yeah. feel like that is a good way to describe Salt Lake City and Miami right now like they only give us an hour but there's a lot going on so I'm so happy you're here so that we can recap that also we have a big announcement that we'll be making at the end of our recap I don't want to spoil it and I hope everyone's at the edge of their seats so why don't we jump into Salt Lake City oh but first I'm gonna spark my doobie (laughs) Brace it up here we go don't mind me so this week we had the finale of Salt Lake City Lisa Barlow had her Vita Tequila um, party the 80s was it 80s inspired it felt 90s inspired it was 80s 80s inspired yes so that and it was for her the launch of her bedazzled Vita tequila bottle I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing did you <laughs> no but I guess it is I mean that bottle looks gorgeous though like it had that I think it was like a bedazzled snake or something wrapped around it was very interesting I mean I actually want that bottle like I want to display that bottle on my bar yeah, I want it on looks, my shelves. I mean, I don't looks, really drink tequila. Well, I haven't in a while, but um, somebody said that they didn't get a hangover. And from, I'm not even being sponsored by Vita Tequila right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink. I don't drink tequila. My husband, on the other hand, he loves tequila. So I want that bottle just to give that to him. Um, that would be a nice gift. How much is the bottle? Do you think? I didn't look it up. I mean, either. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be a little too expensive for a tequila bottle. Like, what do you do with it when you're done? Do you just display it? Most people, most people who have like um, you know limited edition, either they don't drink the actual alcohol or they refill the bottle with water Whatever it looks like it yeah like water or like color <laughs> water you know what would you do i will refill it with water <laughs> i feel like i would want to buy one that's like you know that i never touch yeah and then another one that i drink that's a good idea is that too bougie though no <laughs> not at all well i mean someday i haven't tried vita tequila have you no, I I don't drink tequila. I had such a bad experience with tequila when I was in college that I was cured forever when it comes to tequila. We are <laughs> not good friends. We are actually enemies. We are that bitch. The, yeah, we are in that Meredith versus Lisa Barlow uh, moment where you know that <laughs> it's gonna take many years to go back to that friendship. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel with tequila as well. So what do you think about, I mean, there were, I feel like there wasn't that much interaction between Meredith and Lisa. 
right episode like they didn't really interact they pretended like they were friends well yeah i i I feel like meredith did not know exactly what happened in what it was said because she heard the conversation the hot mic um the night before the reunion that's when she actually heard the audio and watched what happened because that's when they get all the the remaining episode for them to watch it for the reunion. So they were fine after Zion until the reunion then? I, I always feel like they weren't just fine. They were just, you know, acquaintance at that point. They didn't have a friendship. Like that friendship's been doomed for a while though. For a while. Yeah. I mean, episode one, I think that's where they got into it and we're not seeing eye to eye. Yeah. Right. So it kind of like never was resolved. Yeah. It, it feels like it was left up in the air. Nobody spoke about it. And maybe when she saw the um the hot mic, that's when Meredith like actually was like, Yeah, fuck this. I'm out of here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm excited for the reunion. Not the looks, but definitely. <laughs> Are you done? I mean. Like, uh, in a scale from one to ten, how excited the trailer got you, for real? Mm, not that excited, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly was like, if this is the trailer for the reunion, I'm very disappointed already. Which I don't is, know. <laughs> which is kind of okay, because at least if I watch the reunion, I'm going into without expectations. So maybe it will surprise me. Yeah, I'm going in with no expectations just because I feel like Salt Lake City like bitch slapped me this season towards the end. And the reunion (laughs) was happening during that time of like Mary and Jenny, like my emotions were not good during like when they were filming. And then when they released the pictures, I was just like, on top of it, they don't look good. Like this just... (laughs) I w- I'm not excited about the reunion that much. I'm I am interested to see what happens, but no, I'm not expecting that much. I'm kind of just looking forward to see how Meredith and Lisa talk about the hot mic. I'm kind of interested on that. Um, but beside that, what else is to be talked about? Because the other big uh, situation. Beside the Jen shelf at all, which honestly, at this point, I'm not that really interested anymore until she goes into court next next month. Um, Same. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't like, it didn't go into too much while the season was going. Uh, unlike like Beverly Hill with Erica Jane, the whole entire season was about the, the legal situation. So yeah. you were really invested. But yeah. this time, uh, Jen Shaw's, uh, arrest was the only thing that happened regarding her legal problems. We didn't even get to talk about the actual, uh, you know, uh, allegations or anything. They didn't even talk about that. They 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 brush it off under the rug so easily. They, that is you know, true. You know, if you think about it, like yeah, I know I know what happened with her business, not because Bravo, yeah, or because the girl we're talking about it was because because we're investigators you know, news and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, because, because Bravo we're, because fans are we're crazy. nosy because we, <laughs> we like to be involved in the gossip. 
Um, not to brag, but I was on the first hearing, the Jen Shaw hearing, where the judge couldn't hear Jen Shaw or her lawyer. And there were like 250 something callers into this <clears throat> into this court hearing for Jen Shaw. And uh, that's when it was also Stewart's hearing. And so I didn't really understand what was going on, but I was like, Jen's not here. What's going on? It was so weird. They had to reschedule it, but that's the kind of chaos that happens because <laughs> of this community. And it's just too funny. I, I, I honestly can't um, understand based on the trailer how she doesn't even know how long she uh, can go to jail <laughs> or the, or the charges. I'm like, who are you lying? That's the first thing that you learn when you talk to a lawyer. That's like a big lie. And then on the other hand, that's what I was saying. Um, you had the Jen Shah that was barely touched and not that invested or like looking forward to it during the reunion because she's going to defend herself saying, oh, I'm going to, I'm innocent until proven guilty, you know? Um, the other big topic was Mary Cosby and she's not going to be present. So even if the conversation happened, it's so one-sided that who cares? Like, I don't want to hear what just one side of the, the, the coin is going to say. I want to see what both sides of the coin have to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. So and I, I, it, except for Jenny's, like, I'm not really interested in Jenny's side of anything right now. Yeah, whatsoever. Like, I don't care, honestly. Yeah, I know. What did you think, though? One part that I didn't understand in this week's episode is when... Heather had her father's memorial or celebration of life. And she said that her mother and some of her other siblings, they wouldn't go. They refused to go. And they said he would, their father would be rolling in his grave. And I, did I miss something? Cause I don't get that at all. Very strange, to be honest. Um, For my understanding that that was very Mormon too. Like, it's not like he was like a, like you know, Heather. There was like, uh, what what what's they call when they leave the Mormon? Um, um they're like outcast they, or yeah, like they have a name, or whatever. You know, so um, I I don't. So understand. that's why he would be rolling in his grave because she's an outcast. I didn't understand that really. I don't know. We probably shouldn't speculate on too much because <laughs> I know. We don't know, obviously. I mean, I just, I thought a celebration of life was a nice thing. So that's why I was nice. Yeah, I was taken aback when she was like, he would be rolling in his grave. But obviously, that's my ignorance on Mormonism. So hopefully, someday we'll learn more. Maybe Andy will bring it up at the reunion. Like you said, like, I have no idea about Mormonism whatsoever. Like, I, I only know about Mormons because I see the 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 missionary the missionary guys or whatever it's called. The, they don't come by me. Maybe they, they don't I mean, like they, us. They, <laughs> they they used to go to my area down in Jersey all the time in Jersey City. Oh, they used really? to go there all the time. I would see them with a little table, and I would and I would pass by next to them, and they would try to talk to me. I'm like, no, you you don't want to talk to me. I'm gay and I'm very happy with my life. You don't want to talk to me. <laughs> Nothing that you said is gonna change that. Trust me. Um, so I don't, I just started thinking of this. Have you seen my unorthodox life? Yes. You did? 
with Julia yeah, I, or what? I, I saw a few episodes. Yeah, the women who runs a modeling. Uh, yeah. Agency. Do you know that I'm so? I know this is like <laughs> switching subjects, but this is reminding me of that show that I just recently watched on Netflix because she left her Orthodox Jewish life after yeah. living it, living in it for forty years, and the stuff that she told about their culture I was very shocked to hear about like yeah. women not being educated or I don't know they weren't allowed to sing around men or some I don't know just like things that I just didn't understand at all or like wearing pants so <clears throat> maybe that's something we can explore <laughs> in the future but I just thought about her because this week or in the last couple of weeks there's a lot of scandalous news going on around her oh julie, really julie or julia i forgot her name yeah she got fired from elite models elite models okay. group who was run by her husband who okay who she filed for divorce from i believe first then turns out he said she was using company money this is like fraud we're going into fraud territory. Wow. Use company money to get a breast augmentation. <laughs> and Anne was spending the company money for her lifestyle or something. Those that's allegedly. But I don't know. I just started thinking of that. And I think you and I should maybe do a deep dive on that sometime. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to look into it because I love all this mess. <laughs> I love all this mess i love how you said it <laughs> all right going back to salt lake city sorry for going on a tangent um we also saw whitney and justin and their sex scene or whatever that was i oh just God. I, I i'm trying to forget that, that i that know happened. it was so i'm telling you whitney is trying so hard I know it's too hard. Like, and we don't want to see that. The viewers did not deserve that um, <laughs> uh, torture. It was like watching. Like, have you seen that movie um, with? Um, uh, uh, my gosh, I don't. Want, I love her. Um, Birdcage. Oh, uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Wait, Birdcage yeah. or Bird Box? Bird Box. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm I know, talking about. It's a I bird. know what you're talking about, though, because you said she, and I'm like, well, Birdcage, who's in that? What females? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Bird Box. It, I felt like, you know, in that scene when the guy opened that woman's eyes and just like, so, so she had to see like whatever is happening at the monster oh, or whatever. Yeah. And then we all wanted to jump out the window. Exactly. That's oh, how I self. felt. Like, please, Nick, I mean, please, uh, uh, Bravo, please try to. Um, Please not try to kill me with this uh, tragedy of a scene. It was, uh, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> it's gross. Like, I, I don't want to see. I uh, the last stuff that I want to see on my TV is um, middle-aged and their 50 <laughs> white dude with, uh, like, no, it, it was just disgusting. Like, like wrap just, it up. Like, I don't understand how either of them were comfortable doing that in front of cameras. Like, first of all, it's weird if it's just you two. Like, if I did that with my husband, we'd probably be laughing so hard. Like, it wouldn't... 
like it's it would not be sexy it would i don't think it'd be that sexy because we would be like this is ridiculous <laughs> and we're both really goofy but it was weird like and then he even like motorboated her at one point and i was like ah like how can you do that in front of anyone let alone cameras oh my god and i'm pretty sure um uh, his sons are gonna watch it because they are in late 20s even yes. 30 or something i know I'm like, I'm like you're gonna i, I don't want to watch my parents doing that I know. that's so gross yeah so gross <laughs> like no oh keep, keep it to yourself and if you it, and i i feel like what it makes them more awkward is that they try to make it funny while making it sexy so it kind of looks like really really campy 80s soap opera which is stupid like <laughs> if you're trying to fix your relationship or trying to make it look sexy you're failing hardcore yeah, I don't know what, like, do you think she was really in her head thinking, this is my moment to shine? Or was she thinking, this is really good for my husband and I? Or was she like... Oh, maybe she wasn't thinking. Yeah, like, what? Was she like, this is going to be really great. Like, I just can't, I don't comprehend. And I... I can't put myself in that situation. It's just so weird to me, but okay. <laughs> Good I mean, TV, I guess. I Bad TV? No. It's We're talking good. about it, so at least something happened out there. I and know. we shouldn't what, be talking does, about it. it was so what does gross. good TV mean? We're talking about it, so is that good TV? Or is Not it good TV? But I don't know. Somebody once <laughs> said that uh, there's no bad publicity. There's just publicity. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is oh. she is she must subscribe to that philosophy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and honestly, um, Whitney, I feel like she tries so hard to make her life interesting when in reality it's not that interesting. That um, I feel like. It makes her looks a bit desperate. Yeah. Yes. And I, this, is with, this is with respect. I'm not trying to drag her <laughs> any means. Or I don't them. know. But <laughs> it's help how it. it looks like when you watch it. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. Like if, you, if you need to fix your relationship and try to make it sexy, go to a fucking therapist. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't know. Oh. So, speaking of gross. <laughs> oh, gosh. The other scene that happened this week was um, Brooks and his sister saying, we don't have to be siblings in the picture. That was gross. a little cringy, too. I don't know. Which was more cringy, Whitney and Justin? Or- I, don't, I mean, Whitney take, take the start on this one because even though Brooks said some cringy stuff, I know what he meant, but he just yeah. came out really wrong. Yeah, yeah. He's like fashion, fashion. Yeah. And he's a photo shoot. I don't yeah. think about it. Just let's get it done with yeah. it. Well, the other ones actually plan on it <laughs> and thought it was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That was so, that was such an awkward moment. But yeah, I think Brooks with it was innocent. It wasn't, it was just cringy. 
<laughs> yeah, cringy. And and maybe he 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 thought that it was coming off clear with what he was trying to say, but it just it just read it it was just it was just wrong timing. Like yeah, like, with yeah. especially with the look that he's giving, like, yeah. trying to pose, he was like zoolandering it and like just go with. <laughs> I know. God, I honestly, I kind of want to like Brooke as a person, but it's so hard. He makes it so hard. I know. I think I do like Brooks. If like, if it, if I met him, you know, in the in real, real world, yeah, I think I would really like him. I just, the scenes with the interaction between him and his mom with the other ladies, that dynamic doesn't work for me. I don't, yeah. I'm not a fan of that, but I, I feel like uh, like Brooks, it's what Gia is, is for Jersey. He's trying to be Gia, but Gia comes No one can natural. be Gia, though. Yeah. No well, one can be Gia. No one. I mean, Gia grew up yeah. in front of us. She Unless you were been... born on TV. You can... Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, she wasn't born on TV. So actually, the real queen is the youngest one. I forgot her name. Is it Gabriella? Isn't it Adriana? Adriana. No, I thought Adriana was, or no, Melania. Yeah, Adriana, I think, is like going through. Adriana. Yeah, she has four, right? Yeah. She has uh, Gabriella. Gia, Gabriella, Melania, and Adriana. Okay, I, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But whoever the youngest is, I mean, she's the real queen of New oh, Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being born on a show that you can't beat that (laughs) but before we go into jersey so the end of the episode was kind of weird for me the whole party just didn't like all the fighting going on it was very confusing to be honest i was like wait okay and it was quick too you know because meredith she walked in she was like well i'll say and she was ready to go right away. She was not having it. And she, and they, they, the way they edited that scene of, I'll say who, what would she say? I'll say who everyone dated that nobody knows Man, about. Like, I love the enunciation. So, they, the enunciation <laughs> is really funny to me because she, no. you said it. <laughs> I love that. He sounded very uh, Disney villain. It sounded like a villain from like maybe like Cruella when she's walking out with like storming out of the yeah like you'll never catch me or yeah. this is not the last of me. I compared it to like the times that I would be escorted by a bouncer at the club in college. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell everybody's business. <laughs> you know, hot mess days. I the whole scene was so forced though when it comes to the editing i feel that that's where that's where the problem uh uh, landed on because i was watching it and first off i understand that the scene was 80 but i did not need the editing to be an 80 vhs yeah i don't like that like, like we understand the concept of the eighties. <laughs> we don't need the whole editing process being shown on TV. Yeah, the 80s, uh, it, it kind of triggers me, <laughs> not yeah, in a good like, way. 
<laughs> it looks so cheap too. It looks like the editors are playing with like iMovie or something. It was so weird to watch. Yeah, it was like, why we have such good, we've come so far with technology. Why are we, why are we going back there? Why are we using a filter? From, <laughs> because that's what it is. That's so embarrassing. It's like going on TikTok and making an edit on TikTok and create a filter of like the 80s look. I'm like, no, um, just show me normal editing. And editing makes sense because, like you said, uh, Mary, Mary arrives to the party and then, like, two seconds later, she's talking to Whitney. And then Jenny is in the conversation. But it doesn't seem to be, um, like, the timing of the, the situation where right. It was obviously choppy. Yeah, so it was weird. It, I did not like that part. And they were trying to to kind of, like, uh jam pack the action in a short period of time but it didn't flow well either yeah i agree i mean yeah so there not only did meredith so meredith was like yelling at everyone pretty much and it it was all triggered because of jen shaw right and then and then you have whitney begging mary to go talk to her mary Mary's like, I don't see you. Like, it's so funny. She's like, no, 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 no. She and Whitney wouldn't take no for an answer. And then Jenny just like inserts herself and then the glass is thrown. I'm the best part for me was when Jen Shaw was like, been there, done that, except mine went farther. Like <laughs> Jen Shaw is actually she was the MVP of the episode, I would say. <laughs> But honestly, when it comes down to the finale episode, yeah, I feel one. like they took so much time to get to the action of that party. It took 40 minutes to get into that party. I did not need 40 minutes of solo scenes. Yeah. That was a stretch. And that is the reason why the the last 10 minutes felt like they rushed it. Yeah, yeah. There was a scene with Mary miniature golfing with her kid. Like, didn't really need that. Yeah, and and then we have the Whitney thing with the husband. Obviously, we did not need to see that. That was so unnecessary. And then we have Heather with, you know, like the celebration of life, which is cute and everything, but it was too long. Like, yeah. I did not need 15 minutes of Heather talking about family stuff. Like, I did not yeah. need that. And then you have Meredith. What was Meredith doing? She was doing the, the photo, photo shoot. shoot. Yeah. So they had this separate for uh, all these separate solo scenes that um, that took so much time to get to the Vita tequila party that it was supposed to be the, the ending of the season. Uh, and it felt so rushed. Yeah. And uh, what I love the most uh, is that uh, Jenny was trying to secure her freaking snowflake by throwing a glass and she didn't even get a, a little ending car. <laughs> she didn't even get one. I know. Like, you try, you try it. Now you go back home. I know. To your kid. Go back home to your kid, to your husband or to your sister wife or whatever you want to call it. Wife. Oh my gosh. I wonder what she... I almost wonder, like, what is she feeling as these episodes are still airing, knowing that everyone knows she's fired? That must be, like, the most humiliating. She, she went on Instagram. Feeling. You know that, right? 
Yeah, I did see that. But like, I don't know. Has she done anything else since then? She's kind of making her way back to social media. I noticed that after a couple of yeah. you know, days of being quiet. Yeah. Uh, now that the, the, the show, um, now that the show wrapped up and everything, she she can, you know, probably go, go back to start posting, you know, family stuff and 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 pander to her new found market, which is oh obviously uh, a very opinionated fan base, I guess. So we know we know who they are. <laughs> We no need to name are. it because uh, there's no point. <laughs> well, I mean, the finale wasn't that exciting, but this season was super long too. So <laughs> it's still one of my favorite franchises. You know how I felt with this season? How you watch the Titanic? Yeah. It's been 83 years. <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, no. wrap it up. For real, I think I got a few more gray hairs since then. <laughs> it's been really long. When did it start? Like in the summer? It feels like a long time. So it feels like a long time. I mean, and I, they, they're shooting season three already. So I'm pretty sure that it's coming out soon with the season three eventually. Well, they have to record Jen Shaw at her trial in March. So we'll definitely be staying tuned for that. I know I will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I mean my 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 vote is like Jen Shai is definitely going to be found guilty. That's just my perspective. I feel like um, everybody that is being charged with her has been mm-hmm. found guilty or plead guilty at this point. So she's the last one standing. Yeah, I would be shocked. I give it a ten percent chance. Not even ten. I'm gonna give it one percent chance of you know escaping free out of this yeah i mean i think she's gonna go to jail but i'm gonna watch it happen so oh yeah i'll be staying tuned why don't we go into jersey for a little bit because they went down to the jersey shore this week yes and i thought louis was doing great all season or i mean i don't know what episode we're in already but He's been doing fine so far. And then all of a sudden, it's like something flipped. And so he walked in. I mean, did he really not think that people weren't going to see that video or they weren't going to talk about it? I just feel like in his mind, they will probably talk about it for like a half second and just let it go. But they've been talking about it every single time. But they so, haven't really talked about it on camera with him. Is that why that, he's upset? That's what I feel like this was happening. He, he, my feeling is, is that he probably found out that they have been talking about this more than what he thought. Mm. You know, maybe he, I mean, if he's obviously out there, he knows that they are going to mention it at one point, but maybe he didn't think it was going to be a constant conversation and even though it didn't happen with him present he has to have heard about it mm. i mean i i i highly doubt that this conversation happened behind doors and don't go anywhere from there you know so yeah i'm um, trying to think of the timing now because that video came out before they started filming yeah 
So wouldn't he like know that that's something that could surface? And I, it's just bizarre to me that he goes on this show, he's filming, knowing that he has stuff like that that's out there and thinking that nobody's going to find out about it. Was he in denial? Like, what is maybe. this? Is it denial? Oh, maybe, or is oh, maybe, it he, maybe, maybe he thought that, he, that this video was not going to come out. I need to know. <laughs> I'll be watching we next week. We need to know. We need Louis, to know. Hello. Well, what do you think about the rest of the show, though? I'm. That's all I really, that stands out to me from this episode, really. And that um, awkward conversation with the Catania's <laughs> dinner, the family dinner talk. That was fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Why? <laughs> I am. It was Frank's fault. Frank Sr. Frank Jr. did not want to be there. Honestly, when it comes to housewives talking about sex, I'm all for the sex conversation, but they make it so freaking awkward. It's awkward. Like, like Victoria honestly, was kind of down with it. She was like, all right, you want to go there? Like she, she didn't even like flinch and Frankie was trying to run away from the table. I know. And Dolores even says, she's like, we don't talk to our children like that. And Frank's just like, it is kind of weird, though. Like, it's his house with his adult children that he's never lived with before. And they're allowed to have their significant others sleep over, but he's not allowed to. It is I mean, weird, right? I mean, it, it, I just feel like he's not family dynamic. And I, I mean, if he were for them, I do think that it's weird that Frank senior is asking them if it's okay to bring other people into the home especially because they they live with their mom so it's i feel like it's all very weird well, like if, well dolores isn't gonna live there anymore she's gonna so they're gonna it's just gonna be frank senior with frank jr and victoria so i don't know it just seems weird to me. I don't know. My kids definitely are not bringing their significant others over as adults and telling me I can't do what I want. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to like stick up for Frank a little bit here because I don't know. It was, it was a little, it was too weird though. <laughs> I, I don't know. They have a very strange family dynamic. My so understanding weird. was that the one that was moving in was a friend senior into Dolores's house. That was what I thought that was happening. Um, well, yeah, that she owns, I think, together with Frank. So that's the weird part. Why are you owning a house with your ex-husband still? Family dynamics are weird. I don't know what to say. I honestly, if if I still find it strange that they had lived even in the, on the same roof when they weren't together anymore because they had. Well, I think it's funny that Dolores's boyfriend or her ex-husband moved in with her boyfriend and her, they bonded and became very close to the point where he washed his private areas for Frank when he was after he had his surgery or accident or whatever it was 
strange relationship i'm telling you i mean <laughs> that's some love i guess i don't know that was anyways um i mean from from the last episode to me the 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 big moment was those two last minutes when yeah Risa broke the fourth wall and she she pulled uh she did a Denise like a brow brow fucking bravo situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like why you keep filming I like stop and I'm leaving kind of thing I liked it. people are complaining people like to complain about everything when it comes to with the bravo stuff but I like the fact that we are breaking the fourth wall more often on this show. I love it. Especially after uh, Ultimate Girls Trip. I feel like Bravo is being a little more open of like showing producers on the show, uh, showing the cameras like in the background. Uh, because we already, we already, we already, uh, we know that it's a TV show. We know that there is a production behind it. So I know that the the reality TV magic is, you know, making it seem seamless, you know. But But you know what? People like people like when the fourth wall is broken down because you know, as a digital entrepreneur, that technology now allows us to interact with the people we're watching, which is brand new technology that our generation never had before growing up. It's the norm now. That's why you have all these people on Twitch watching other people play video games. And there's billions of dollars out there being spent in this world. It's insane to me. But at the same time, it's not. It makes sense because we like that connection. You, You do like to see. I mean, how awesome is it that the people who were tweeting Ramona, go get the best room. They hear her you know, on Ultimate Girls Trip saying, they told me to get the best room. Yes. Whoever tweeted her that is living, living. And I get it. I get it. I yeah. Mean, it's fun, right? It is fun and I'm here for it. I I had read from several people, especially in the Twitter world, that they feel like this is Teresa's last season as like her own choice. I highly doubt it. I feel like uh, she is very invested in her, you know, relationship, but she still have a lot of products to promote. You think she's going to leave for real? I mean, I don't think she's going to leave. I don't think this is her last season, but I do think that this season, um, she has a different mindset than before. Maybe because she's very interested on in protecting her relationship. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that too. That would be the only reason that I could think of because her the show kind of was the downfall of her marriage and going to jail and everything. I mean, doesn't she still think that somebody or she thinks Caroline called the feds, right? I mean, I mean, that's what she said before, but I, I mean, at I this point, she knows that's not true. I think it's because she went on the show and she was flaunting this cash. And I mean, I'm not surprised that they looked into her finances or the, you know, like, so maybe she's like, okay, I'm, I'm legit now financially. No one's got anything on me, but now I have my relationship. And that's like, 
Cause she can, yeah, just like you said, she can make money. She can have products. She can have books. She's a four-time best-selling author. You know, she does not absolutely need the show, but she knows that having the show is like an easy challenge. Yeah, that's right. I I don't think she's going to to disappear from our TV for a very long time. I also feel like if she leaves New Jersey, it's most likely for her to have her own show. I would watch it. Oh, <laughs> I, I would love to have a Teresa and the daughter I'm show. Peacock. Because Peacock, I'm sorry, but their production value is way, way better. And yeah. I mean, I don't know what the plan is. I feel like if they phase out Bravo and put everything on Peacock, I wouldn't be, I'd be mad that I have Bravo and Blaze as my handle, but <laughs> I'll get a new one called Cock and Blaze. <laughs> Nobody better get that. I better go get it now. Watch. Cock like, and I Blaze. I love that. Pay me. I love that. Don't buy it. I want you know you're not talking about cock <laughs> you know what I, I i was living for last week's miami when um alexia's friend said like um it's time for cocktails and uh or cockies and no, hold on. cock talk and cocktails yeah. I'm yes. like, <gasps> maybe that's the name of our, our <laughs> collaboration that we'll get to but yeah, let's go into Miami because um, you didn't see the finale yet. So we're not going to go into that. The only thing I want to say is Miami might be my favorite franchise right now. It's been like going back and forth between Salt Lake City and Miami. Um, so I'm interested to see both reunions like they're neck and neck right now. Oh, and I'm Honestly. talking about franchises of all time. Like, I mean, I, honestly, uh, ones for that me. trailer for Miami destroyed the trailer for Sonic City. Destroyed <laughs> it. Yeah. On every single level. Production <laughs> this is value. Fun. This is like fantasy fashion. football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fashion. We're in the playoffs right now. Yeah. If you watch uh, the trailer, you can see that the set for Miami is just beautiful. It looks just like the Versace um, the, uh, the mansion, looks. the dresses. Oh, um, so good. The, the drama seems more um, on point with the show. Then you ha- then you watch Salt Lake City trailer, and it looks like a cheap version of um, a live action of Ice Age. It's like Sesame Street. With those costumes. I, I call it costumes, but yeah, it is dresses like a- are horrible all of them i mean all every single one of them it's just bad and uh on top of that the drama that we saw during the trailer is not exciting whatsoever yeah so my miami miami's that girl i still uh, i'm saying this uh like 100 sure saying that the one of the best best seasons that we have had on any franchise for like a while I yeah. enjoyed it all the way through. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the, the 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 ladies, all of them, even the one that I did not like. I enjoyed the the, the storylines, uh, yep. the drama. I like how how loud and exciting they are and colorful they are. I mean, it's maybe because it's in Miami where people are more like you know like 
outgoing and upbeat or whatever, but there is something about the water in Miami that it just amazing I like, when it comes to the show. I like the diversity. I love um I love when they speak in Spanish. Like I get a weird lady boner over it. I'm like, oh my God, that's so hot. <laughs> I love when they, they speak uh Spanish and then they mix it with English. Yes. Oh but my God. It's, it's, it's very Cuban. It. It's very Cuban Spanish. Like it's like like a lot of wars. I have I, I am Spanish, but I don't speak Spanish from Cuba. I speak Spanish from Spain, yeah. you know. Yeah. So a lot of the words that they uh, that they use, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know what they mean. That I have to find the meaning or like what they're yeah. supposed to really mean. And yeah. I have a kick out of it. I love it. I oh, I love it love too. The Miami girls, all of them. Yeah, I, think it's great. I, I don't know. Maybe it's like comforting to me because my mother, she has, um, she's Korean, so that's how she would talk sometimes and like she mixes the Korean and the English and it just feels like familiar and like comfortable I don't know I love it that's like my favorite part but um yeah definitely looking forward to the finale um oh I can't wait for you to watch it so I can get your thoughts on a couple of things (laughs) I won't I won't reveal anything but yeah I'm gonna be watching it today it's just been uh quite the week there's so much going on oh my gosh it's so hard to like watch everything on time i know uh, but when it, uh talking about the trailer i'm disappointed that it's only two episodes but at the same time bravo needs to normalize having <laughs> a two episode reunion normalize it normalize it <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ i don't need four episodes i don't need a whole month four of- episodes is insane and i I don't care. I'm going to just, I will never accept a four. No. Four episodes or four parts. So like serious, you have been an email. Let us forget a whole entire three episode <laughs> reunion thing. That should have been an email, a Zoom call for half an hour and wrap it up. <laughs> that is not necessary. Oh my so. gosh. That's too funny. Well, the good thing about, you know, having you on today is that we get to talk about what we're going to be doing in the future. Um, You mentioned it is hard to stay up to speed with everything. Like things on Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, HBO Max. Like there's just so much. I I still need to see Euphoria. I'm going to just binge that because I can't keep up with it. But the good thing about our collaboration is that we're going to be able to talk about those things. Everything. everything in more detail. And I think it's going to be so fun. Um, just this week, I've been obsessed with inventing Anna, Anna Delve. She's just, it's so good. And I know you mentioned you're going to watch it this weekend. So yeah. I can't wait to do deeper dives into things like that, because there's so much other fun stuff. I mean, Bravo is the best. We love Bravo, but let's be honest. We love pop culture. And we're here for it all. So I'm really looking forward to our collaboration together. I'm looking forward to it too. I'm very excited that we can expand our horizon from, you know, the housewife world into pop culture. We both love, um, you know, TV, fashion, music, movies. So uh, being able to share all those, uh, you know, passions that we have and um, actually deep dive into them in a weekly base uh, is going to be super super fun 
people have no idea what is coming. So I'm so excited that we're going to be able to, to um, put martinis with mm -hmm. uh, a little blaze in a, in a, in a, in a yes. blender and blend it up and create a whole, a whole new cocktail. Yes, a whole new show, which, you know, as, as podcasters, video podcasters, entrepreneurs, digital content creators, I don't know, what, you, what do you call yourself? Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> My latest title is digital entrepreneur and content creator. That's what I consider myself. And as part of you know, pursuing this as my passion and my, you know, career, I want to make sure that I continue to learn and grow in all of my skills and, you know, reach different audiences. So for me, for us to go and have a show on YouTube, I think it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be fun to learn, you know, just a different audience, but also bring our, our existing audiences together. And I'm really looking forward to it. And then we can also do live streams. We can maybe do watch parties on Twitch. Yes. I we are going to take over the Twitch universe too. That's our, that's our new world that we're going to be exploring. Um, and like you mentioned, like having the opportunity to bring uh, both of our following into one big space and have this type of conversation i'm excited to finally be able to you know to to share this passion for pop culture with you and we both can share our passion for pop culture with the world and um you know bring this big massive you know amount of crazy stuff <laughs> happening out there into this small pace called youtube so uh, it's going to be fun I, uh, at the same time, uh, I hope and I hope and I hope we get to the point where we can, you know, bring even our own viewers to be part of the conversation. <gasps> yes. So it's good. It, we, there's so much happening, you guys. You have, have no idea. Uh, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Yes, I think it's going to be so fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, for those who are here for my podcast, This is my um, season one finale. So when we, when I start up season two, we're going to start up this new show as well. So stay tuned. We'll have a whole new channel. We'll be promoting on our social media channels at Bravo and Blaze and at Martinis with Eddie. I'm going to put the links in my episode description Make sure you follow and we'll be, we'll make sure to keep you all updated and informed on when we're going to premiere. Sounds awesome. And I want to say congratulations on the whole season. A very successful first season. Yeah. Oh, uh, and more to come, more to come. I know. I'm excited. This actually, this first season wound up being way more successful than I thought it would be. So. I'm just grateful and thank you so much for joining me uh, as my finale guest and I can't wait to do more. This is going to be so exciting. And why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Yes, uh, you can find me at Martinis Eddie on Twitter, Martini with Eddie on everything else, which is uh, YouTube, um, Instagram. You can also find me on Twitch as well as Martinis Eddie. So 
come join the conversation. You know, everything about pop culture. We talk about it. We love it. Um, and obviously, stick around because uh, we will be sharing more information about our upcoming project on our uh, personal um, social medias. Yep, that's right. Thank you, Eddie. Also, I have a new Twitch account, Bravo and Blaze. So people can find me there too. I'm, I guess I'll have to add it to my email signature. We are, <laughs> Kelly, we, we, we are taking over every single social media platform. Yes. We are coming because there's so much, there's so much information you guys that we want to share with you. And um, I, I'm excited. I'm honestly a hundred percent so excited about this collaboration because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be super super lit we are taking over the world the metaverse right (laughs) internet interwebs whatever you want to call it today is the last day of recording for me scheduled recording at least for season one. And I just want to quickly take a look back and think about my first episode where I went from like 5 a.m. till like midnight that night, I think. And the episode didn't even come out the way I wanted or like with the best intro sound quality I found out after I published and I was like so annoyed but since then I feel like I've improved so much it took me almost all day to record that episode just talking by myself in a room into a microphone was one of the hardest things that I've had to overcome Surprisingly, I didn't think that would stop me, but, and it didn't, but who would have thought that would have been like one of my biggest hurdles. And then after I got over that, it just, it felt better. It felt easier. I felt more confident and I'm really happy with how the season turned out. I, my intentions were to just do it, see what happens. And way more good things have come out of this than anything. I got to record with two Bravo Lebs. I got to record with other amazing Bravo fan accounts. There was even one point when I cried. <laughs> Super embarrassing. But even looking back at the stats, I was not expecting over a thousand plays after this first season. Like literally I thought maybe I'd get a hundred if I was lucky. And then the estimated audience is over a hundred. And then there's over 250 unique listeners. I just, I am shocked. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. This is such a great way to end the season. I'm going into my 40th birthday. 
Next week, I'll, that's why I'll be gone for two weeks. That's why we're taking a little break. I'm going to Jamaica and I'm going to have a kid free vacation for the first time in maybe like five years. I don't even know, to be honest, but I cannot wait. I don't even care. I'm just going to, these titties going to be out, okay? Ass and titties will be out. All I can think about is 20, was it 21 or 22 Jump Street? Channing Tatum It's like, ass and titties, ass and titties, ass, 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 ass and titties. So that'll be me. If you all have been following me, you may know that I'm trying to just improve and do my best every single time, every episode. So I am officially asking for feedback from you all on season one. Please review on your podcast platform or feel free to send me an email at bravoandblaze at gmail.com. I'll put the link in my episode description. I am hoping for season two to have a great lineup of guests. I'm looking to have maybe some Bravo fan account highlights slash segments. I'm not sure how we're going to do that, but I want to have, I want to provide a platform for other Bravo fan accounts to showcase their brands, showcase who they are, what they love about Bravo. And hopefully we'll have, I already have a couple Bravo Labs lined up. I won't say who, because I don't want to, you know, jinx anything, but I'll also be looking to have some industry and subject matter experts. So I have an HBO featured comedian in the lineup. I'm looking to book some cannabis entrepreneurs and advocates, some digital entrepreneurs, mothers smokers, whoever, this is a formal request. Anyone who's listening, if you have any suggestions for guests you want to hear from, or you think you should be an upcoming guest in season two, um, maybe to promote your brand, your business, or your subject matter expert on something amazing that you want to talk about, just email me, Jenny Blaze at bravoandblaze at gmail.com. I'm looking to hit a variety of topics in season two. Obviously, everything is centered around Bravo. Um, So Housewives and other Bravo shows are definitely one of our major topics, but also cannabis advocacy. I need to spread the word more on um, the Jenny Blaze side of this Bravo and Blaze. But also, I want to share more of my entrepreneur side I don't know if everyone knows my background, but I'm hoping to share with everyone not only where I came from, but what I'm also going through and what I'm trying to strive for. So you can come along with me for this journey. And uh, like I said in the first episode, this is a collective journey for all of us. And I want to talk more about leadership. I've been reading a ton of books lately. Well, okay. I won't lie. 
full transparency. I've been listening to summaries of best-selling books on an app. I want to share some things that I've learned from these best-selling books, and I'm excited to share them all with you. And I hope to inspire some people because I know what it's like to get caught up in your daily grind, the rat race, trying to keep up with the Jones, kind of like in like an automatic mode of survival or something where you're just doing what you're supposed to do every day, but maybe you're not completely happy. And as a health coach, for me, at least being happy is super important and happiness is a state of mind. It's not necessarily a reward. Um, It's not like, oh, you get this and then you become happy. It's a state of mind. And I think that it does, it does all relate back to your overall holistic wellness. So I won't go into my health coaching psychobabble bullshit, as I would say on inventing Anna. But I also want to talk about things that everyone can relate to like motherhood. I have four kids and I'm going insane. Just getting this first season out was a huge accomplishment to me. And that's why I really didn't have that many expectations because I barely have time to really dedicate. I'm, I have one day a week right now, but hopefully, you know, I'll get some more time at some point. And in the meantime, I'm going to cherish the time that I do have with my little ones because the big ones are growing up so fast and, you know, they're starting to leave. So I'm sure there's all phases of motherhood that many of us can relate to. In addition, self-growth is huge for me. Like I said, I've been listening to these best-selling books and doing these challenges that they have. So there's a wealth challenge, a 28-day wealth challenge. There's a 28-day success challenge. I've been just reading or listening to as many as I can um, to keep looking forward and setting more goals for myself, expanding my empire, creating more content, being passionate, and taking care of myself at the same time and the relationships around me. I really do think holistic wellness is not just your physical health, how you feel, you know, how your body feels, but also your mind, body, soul, your career, your creativity outlet, your relationships, your finances, all those things, they all go into being healthy. And that's what I'm here for. So if you have any topics you want to hear about, feel free to send me an email. Again, it's bravoandblaze at gmail.com. Maybe I'll get a feedback form or something because I have, I know I'm only taking two weeks off and I'm going on vacation for five of those days, but I have so many plans for this break. I want to take a look at all my merch revamp my site, maybe add in some new pages, prepare for season two. There's so many things. So um, if you haven't checked out my site already, make sure you go check out bravoandblaze.com. 
and you can find a ton of fan merch there. My favorites are anything Lisa Barlow related. Obviously I have this Lisa Barlow. What, what would Lisa Barlow do bracelet that actually, I think this is, this has been driving me a lot this first season. So I am really happy with this merch and I encourage you all to go check it out. Oh my gosh. I love them. I love it. I love this. That's so gorgeous. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. 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 I don't just like them. I love them. Don't forget to subscribe, like, review, turn on notifications, DM me, hit me up on Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all those good places. I'll put all the links in the episode description. Until season two, stay lit, fam. Bye.